tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know who you are. Welcome to the Bench on self podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anshi, and thank you so much for tuning in. Bench on self podcast is about navigating binge eating disorder struggles, disordered eating, and negative body image. Although I share my personal experience with having a negative body image, eating disorders, and I do uncover bits of my personal story, this podcast is not as much about me as it is about you beautiful human beings who struggle, who fight, who grow, and who evolve every single day. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel supported on their recovery journey and simply for anyone who's trying to improve their relationship with themselves. I believe together we can turn something so negative, such as binge eating, into something more positive and hopefully go from binging on food and self-hatred to binging on self-love. Subscribe to the Bench on Selva podcast on your favorite platform and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. But there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know who you are. Disclaimer, Bench on Selva podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for diagnosis or treatment. In this podcast, we cover the topic of eating disorders, so if you find this topic triggering, it may be better for you not to listen to this podcast. Always make sure to put your mental health first. Hello everybody, welcome to the Bench and self podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anchi. Happy Tuesday or any other day that you're listening to this episode. First of all, thank you so much for taking your time and for listening to this episode. I truly, truly appreciate it every single one of you out there for tuning in, for supporting me and for supporting this podcast. Second of all, if you will enjoy this episode, feel free to subscribe to the Bench on self podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube or any other platform where you're listening to podcasts so you don't miss any of the future episodes. Plus, you can rate Binge on Selva podcast on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and let me and other listeners know whether this podcast is worth listening to. For the past 10 years, I've had a really hard time accepting myself, especially my body, its size, its shape and its weight. It's been only in the past couple of years that I started working on my body image, trying to accept myself just the way I am, with no conditions such as I'll be happy when I lose this amount of weight or I'll be happier and prettier when I will look like this model on the internet. But even though I've come a long way, even though I improved my eating habits and the relationship I have with food and exercise, From time to time, the idea of having the quote-unquote ideal body comes to my mind. And it got me thinking, why am I still holding onto that idea? Will I ever let go of it? And aren't so many people struggling with self-acceptance maybe feeling just the same? So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Why do we have that ideal body? I think it's great and normal to have a vision of what we would like our life to be like, including ourselves, who we want to be, 
what we want our relationships to be like, what we want our careers to be like, what we want our way of living in general to be like. It can serve us as a compass and help us navigate what directions we want to be heading. But at the same time, I feel like these ideals can create a great amount of stress, anxiety and self-hatred when they're too far-fetched from the reality. So let me explain. For the longest time, I wished and hoped and aimed to be a really confident, outgoing, bubbly person that is brave and loves challenges because that's what I believed was popular and that's what I believed other people really loved. But my real self, the reality I was living in every single day, couldn't be further from that ideal self. I am a very shy, timid, quiet, self-conscious person who prefers being alone and who loves her routines. And no matter what, I couldn't bring myself to be more like that ideal person I imagined in my head. And the more I failed to be that person, the angrier I became with myself. And the same applied to my body image. My body on its own without any crazy diets, without eating disorders, without all of that is just a regular looking body. I'm around 173 centimeters. I have a naturally smaller chest, wider hips, bigger bum, and that's it. That's how my body is built. But ever since I developed anorexia at the age of 17 and the binge eating disorder two years later, my ideal body looked significantly different from my real body. I've mentioned a couple of times that the idea of my ideal body was pretty much every Victoria's Secret model's body. But it was an idea that I would continuously compare myself to. And because the idea was so fundamentally different from who I was and what my body looked like, it only fueled the anger and anxiety and self-hatred towards myself and my body. I could never feel good enough because I could never reach those crazy standards I pictured in my head. To be honest, I think we all have those ideals in our minds. It doesn't necessarily have to be a body ideal, it can be anything. Our life, our education, our career, our finances, our physical condition, our love life, friendships, whatever it might be that we look up to. And I think it's great to have them, but only as long as they don't make us feel worse about our reality and about ourselves and as long as they are not too far-fetched from the reality, which in my opinion is really hard to figure out and really hard to know and to realize. One thing that I believe can give you a clue whether your standards and your ideals may be a bit too far from what's healthy and attainable is the following, but please keep in mind that it's just my opinion, so I may be completely wrong, so just don't take my word for it. What I think has helped me realize that my ideal body was built on very unhealthy and completely unrealistic standards was the fact that no matter what has changed in my life, no matter how much I have changed and evolved and grew and how the circumstances around me changed, the idea of my ideal body stayed the same. The thing is that our opinions and visions and values, all of that changes throughout our lives as we grow and as we evolve. The very simple example can be that when you were a little kid, you probably had an idea of who you wanted to be when you grew up. For example, I wanted to be a princess or a singer or something like that. To be fair, princess, that's 
not likely going to happen, let's be honest, but becoming a singer, that's not that impossible. But as we grow and as we learn and as we discover the world around us, all of that, those wishes and dreams and visions and values change as we do. And of course, there are a few lucky ones who knew from very early on who they wanted to be and then went for it, which I think is amazing. But surely even them, they had time when they reconsidered their decisions and doubt whether that's what they really wanted to be. The point is that our visions and desires and values change as we do and as we learn and as we get wiser. And I think that's exactly the way it should be. So when I think about how much has changed in the past 10 years in my life and how much I have changed and evolved as a person throughout those years, how can the perfect body ideal stay the same? How can I have the same idea of the perfect body like I did 10 years ago when I was just 17? Following up on what I've just said, I've realized that although I've been in recovery kind of on and off for a couple of years, I feel like I have never really been able to let go of that idea of having the perfect body. Even though my relationship with food and with myself has significantly improved and my values of what is really important and what isn't have changed so much, I still find myself thinking about what I would look like reaching that idea of that perfect body. It's not necessarily a skinny body or a muscular body, but it's a body that's significantly affected by today's twisted society standards of the ideal body. And it's also an ideal that's far-fetched and biased by many years-long disordered body image and eating disorder. I've noticed this pattern going on even more whenever I commit to being more active and when I work out more regularly. So whenever this idea of the perfect body jumps into play, my mind is like, okay, so since we work out now, we can work out twice as hard and twice as much to look this good, don't you think? And part of me feels like letting go of that idea that an ideal body does exist means to give up and to let go of any self-control. And part of me feels like letting go of that idea that an ideal body exists means to give up and to let go of any self-control. But you know what? That's bullshit. There is no such thing as an ideal body. Our body has only one purpose and that's to keep us alive, healthy and thriving, which makes it three purposes, not one, but hopefully you get the point. And any other things like to have a certain body shape, have a certain clothing size or to look lean, muscular, thin, shredded or whatever, all of that is a social construct that we people created and that we people believe in. If we have a fixation on the idea of an ideal body that we want to have, we end up in the endless cycle of dieting, feeling guilty for eating, hating our bodies and ourselves, dieting again and so on and so on. All of what I've mentioned earlier got me thinking if it's really even possible to create and to have a healthy idea of what a human body should look like without twisting it by our unattainable demands and expectations. I've said it in this episode and in many episodes before, but for years my idea of the ideal body was the Victoria's Secret Angels. Tall, lean, toned, tanned, glowing and seemingly strong and powerful. 
And if that's the idea I've been living with for so many years, of course, it's hard to let go. And of course, it's hard to accept that there's no such thing as a one size fits all body ideal. With so many models finally opening up and speaking about the harsh reality of modeling, and I don't mean just Victoria's Secret, but in general about the reality of looking like the person so many of us looked up to, it really opened my eyes in terms of what I've considered being the dream body that I wanted and that I was jealous of for years. And it showed me that there's a really high price to pay to look like models and to look a certain way and there are very insanely strict rules and expectations and it showed me that having such a body doesn't equal happiness and it doesn't equal self-love. I think letting go of those expectations and ideals no matter how hard it is is a really important step on the self-acceptance journey. If there is no idea of the ideal body to compare to and to fail to achieve, there is less space for feeling like the way we are is not good enough. What I personally found helpful on those days when I don't feel like I'm good enough and that my body is not good enough is to remind myself a few positive affirmations, just like a really few simple ones to remind myself that it's okay to feel these feelings, but also that they will pass and that I don't have to act upon them. I found an interesting article by Ashley Bennett on letting go and grieving the idea of the ideal body. I will link it in the show notes so you can read it if you like, if that's something that you're interested in. The author actually mentions a lot of helpful stuff and a lot of interesting points. But two points that I would like to highlight is about why do we even hold on to the ideal body in the first place? And isn't that a way for us to escape something else? One very important thing in creating a healthier environment for all of us and especially for our future generations is to show more diversity and to show the people just the way they are in all senses. So many brands are finally doing it and I love the idea. If we will be blessed enough to become parents one day, the way we treat ourselves, the way we view ourselves, our self-worth and the way uh, or the body image that we have, all of that are values that we will pass on to our children, often unconsciously, but we will. So what relationship you have with yourself and how do you treat your body is setting an example for those around you, not just your future children or already existing children, but to anyone around you. You probably know that I swear on social media a lot saying that they can be a very unhealthy and detrimental to our self-esteem, but what I love is that it opens a lot more doors for diversity. So a little girl or a young woman or anybody can have a chance to see someone just like them on TV, in magazines, on the internet or whatever. And it gives them this reassurance that it's okay to look just the way you are or to be just the way you are. I remember when I was young and I was watching Disney Channel, all I saw were these skinny girls with bright with bright smiles and wavy hair, wearing fem very feminine clothes. And now we finally get a chance to see models, but also regular people of different sizes looking stylish, being confident, living their best life and being successful. 
and it spreads the message that it's not all about size and perfect body and I'm just all for it. Letting go of the perfect body idea can be very hard, especially if it's an idea we've lived with for so many years and it was something we looked up for so long. But letting go of those unrealistic standards that are not bringing us anything good, that are not making us happy in any way, is essential to creating and attaining more positive relationships with ourselves. If we constantly compare ourselves with the ideal body in our mind, then we are sure to fail, then we can never feel good enough. And if we constantly aim for that unrealistic body ideal, then we are just fighting against ourselves, which is super exhausting. You deserve to feel happy in your body and in your life. So that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, I'd be grateful to you if you could share this episode and this podcast with your friends. And don't forget to review this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any other platform where you're listening. I'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. Until then, have a great rest of the week and talk to you soon. Bye! Don't know who you-